Well, welcome everybody to day three of Becoming Beast Book Club. We'll continue on page six of the slight edge, starting at My Night of Despair. My Night of Despair. The night my car was towed away, I sat there despondent and disbelief. Years earlier, as a failed college student, I had my day of disgust. Now, the other shoe had dropped, and as a field entrepreneur, I'd just arrived at my night of despair. I could not comprehend what had just happened to me. After living as a failure all my life, one day I woke and came to my senses, went back to college, applied myself like crazy, entered at the bottom, and graduated at the top. Worked for a major corporation for five years, and went to the very top there. Built my own company in less than five years. I built myself from failure into a success, and now after 14 long years of upward travel, I had somehow arrived back at the bottom. I was more broke than I'd been when I was Gorgish George, strutting on the beach in his cutoffs. Twelve years of blood and guts, for what? I just could not wrap my head around it. I could not see the justice or even the logic of it, of any of it. I felt like a teenager again, confused and angry at the whole world where nothing made sense. Was life just inherently unfair, with no rhyme or reason to it? Was there no point in even trying? That was when I began to examine carefully what had happened in my life. This time, I was. it was no epiphany. This time, it wasn't like the moment on the Orlando golf course. There was no switch that could be thrown in my life, no set of resolution to make things better. I've already done that, and look at where it got me. Now this time, I need to sit down and start carefully, methodically, systematically sorting through the mixed up pieces of my shattered life. There had to be some logic here, and I had to find it. So let's see it. I had begun college dropout, a beach bum, complete financial failure. I had also been a straight-A student, top corporate manager, super-achieving entrepreneur, in a cutting-edge industry, complete financial success, and all those had been the same person. So what was the difference? It made no sense. Or did it? The more I looked at it, the more it seemed to me that this roller coaster was, no, was not a matter of bad luck or fluke of circumstance. It couldn't be. There was something about what I was doing that wasn't working, but on the other hand, there had obviously been times when I was doing had totally worked. So what was the difference? For the first time, I began to see over the years of my career, I had gone through a sequence of experiences that held the secret to success as well as to failure. I began to see that the seeds of both beach bum and millionaire lay in a simple action I took every day. Escaping the curse of the roller coaster. Up to the point I knew I was average. If I had continued accepting that as simply the way the things were, then nothing in my life would have turned out for me. The shift in my life began happening when I stopped taking it for granted just because I was an average guy. That meant I was doomed to no more than average results. I now started questioning whether this was true. 
I began doing a systematic review of my life and taking every close look at my actions and my results. And here's what I saw. When people are looking down the barrel of failure in their lives, they will do whatever it takes to get themselves moving, something, anything, to start climbing upward toward the point of survival. And then once they get to that point where they're keeping their heads above water, they start heading back down again. At the start of getting close enough to failure line that they can see it coming, they go close enough to failure line so they can see it coming, they go, whoops, I'm headed towards failure. And then they do whatever it takes to turn their trajectory around and start heading back up. And the cycle repeats. There's an interesting little graph here that I'll make sure I post on Instagram for everybody who can't see it because they don't have the book. That's what I've been doing. And that's what so many people do. Living their entire lives like this, oscillating between failure and survival, survival towards success and maybe even reaching the level of success, but then invertibly turning back and heading down, downward again. We do this in our finances, in our health, in our relationships, and in our lives as a whole. Why? Well, you could say it's because we sabotage ourselves for all kinds of reasons. Our father was mean to us, so now we're mean to ourselves. When conflicted, because society sends us mixed messages, we've fallen into a pattern of self-sabotage because for some reason we don't feel we deserve success. And you know, maybe some of those things are true for you. Heck, maybe they're all true. I have no idea, and truthfully, I don't really care, because none of that matters. The truth is, whatever other factors may or may not be there, the only reason we keep following this roller coaster of almost success and nearly failure, this sine wave of mediocrity, this curse of average, is that we're missing one simple point. And that was the point I stumbled on. I was being gone, examining my success and failures. What I gradually realized was that the very same activities that had rescued me from failure, that carried me from failure line up to survival line, would also rescue me from average and carry me to the survival line, to the success line, if I would just keep doing them. And that was exactly the point. There's another graph that will be on my Instagram. That was exactly what I wasn't doing. Once I got a line way above survival and starting to head up into the warmer waters of success without realizing it or thinking about it, I would stop doing the things that got me there. Naturally, I would then start sinking back down again. Back down towards survival and beyond. Back down toward the failure line. And I did it that every time. Every time. Because the only reason our lives follow the roller coaster. It's that simple. As soon as we get away from the failure, not past the line of survival, we quit doing the things that got us there. You know what that means? It means you already know how to do everything it takes to make you own outrageous success. That's how you survived up to this point. If you can survive, then you can succeed. You don't need some brilliant impossible thing. You don't need to learn some insanely difficult skill or have some genius level brainstorm of an, an innovative idea. All you have to do is keep doing the things that got you this far, which is exactly what 99.9% .9 of people don't do.
those things are, why most people don't do them, how you can live an outrageously happy and successful life by doing them, is what this book is all about. I began to realize that there was a profound success secret hidden within the roller coaster. If we would just keep doing the things that got us from failure to survival in the first place, these things we already know how to do and already doing, they would eventually carry us all the way to success. What exactly are those things? What are the actions that move us upward on the curve? And what are the actions that drive us down? I'll tell you what they are. In a single word, simple. The things that take out the failure and up towards survival success are simple. So simple, in fact, that it's easy to overlook them. Extremely easy to overlook them. It's easy to overlook them because when you look at them, they seem insignificant. They're not big, sweeping things that take huge effort. They're not heroic, dramatic. They're not heroic or dramatic. Mostly, they're little things you do every day and nobody else even notices. They're things that are so simple to do, yet successful people actually do them. And unsuccessful people only look at them and don't take action. Things like taking a few dollars out of a paycheck, putting in the savings and leave it there. Or doing a few minutes of exercise every day and not skipping it. Or reading 10 pages of an inspiring, educational, life-changing book every day. Or taking a moment to tell someone how much you appreciate them and doing that consistently every day for months and years. Little things that seem insignificant and yet doing and yet doing it when compounded over time yield big results. You could call these little viruses, little virtues or success habits. I call them simply daily disciplines.